Welcome. I'm Anastasia Glova, bringing you the Cato Daily Podcast. Full and edited versions of our podcasts are available on our website at www.cato.org. Walmart's recently announced plans to offer fair trade certified coffee come as a surprise from a company that promises low prices always. The Washington Post reported Monday that Walmart's executives will visit Poco Fundo, Brazil, this month to determine whether Café Bom Dia and its coffee co-ops are the right match for the Walmart stores. Daniel Eikenson, Cato's associate director of the Center for Trade Policy Studies, answers some questions. Dan, this is obviously big news. Why is Walmart interested in offering fair trade coffee to its customers? Very simply, because Walmart is in the business of making money and offering fair trade coffee fits into its profit-maximizing strategy. Fair trade coffee costs Walmart more to purchase, but it also sells for a premium, and the per-unit profit might be higher for fair trade coffee. It depends on market conditions. So there may be a short-run profit motive for Walmart to supply fair trade coffee. But I think a more viable explanation could be that Walmart sees it in its long-term interest to supply fair trade coffee. As you know, Walmart is not a retailer known for supplying products demanded for their intangible social value. Walmart is known for bringing products to consumers at the lowest possible prices by seeking greater efficiencies throughout its vast supply chain. That feature, which really explains much of Walmart's great success, has come under fire as exploitative, particularly from those who, who might be more inclined to purchase fair trade products. So there's more than a touch of irony to this story. The fair trade movement has not made a whole lot of headway over the years. In fact, only about 35 to 45 percent of fair trade certified coffee is sold at fair trade prices. The rest is in fact sold at market prices because there just isn't a critical mass of demand for fair trade coffee. And retailers don't want to stock their shelves with products that consumers don't purchase. And most people tend to purchase commodity products based on price. So Walmart is in a position, ironically, to assist the fair trade movement by mass marketing fair trade coffee. And that may be something that some fair trade advocates will have a hard time swallowing. You know, that the fate of their movement may depend on the willingness and success of capitalist symbols like Walmart to stock market and sell their products. So Walmart's decision to stock fair trade coffee is probably motivated by longer term considerations. It might purchase Walmart some goodwill, which could reduce political obstacles to Walmart's future plans. Providing products with social value may help to deter efforts to thwart Walmart's future business plans. I suppose it could also bring in some new customers, but I'm, I'm quite skeptical of the viability of fair trade coffee. If the fair trade movement is dependent on Walmart and, and other large retailers to drive demand, then the exotic nature of the whole enterprise may lose its appeal. Product differentiation is needed to drive demand. And Walmart really doesn't strike me as the proper venue to attempt to differentiate that product and could spell the end of the movement. That being said, I don't necessarily have a problem with the objectives of the fair trade movement, except that the title is a bit misleading. You know, free trade is really fair trade. On occasion, I'd say that the tactics of the fair trade movement have been a bit coercive, and, and that's problematic. But by and large, the movement is all about product differentiation, which is a legitimate and often pursued business strategy. If people wish to express their social consciences by paying higher prices for products certified to be produced according to higher labor and environmental standards, there's nothing wrong with that. But while perhaps well-intentioned, I think fair trade advocates are a bit misinformed about the way markets work. Fair trade coffee drinkers pay a pretty high premium to drink that coffee. How much of those profits do the coffee farmers receive? Coffee farmers receive higher prices for their coffee if it is certified to be fair trade. The problem, however, is that there are higher costs in producing fair trade coffee. Farmers need to comply with higher labor standards and environmental standards in order to get that certification. So whereas they're getting higher prices for their coffee, their costs are also higher. There may be greater profit 
in that segment, but it might not be much larger than uh, profit accruing to farmers producing free trade coffee. Does the fair trade movement make economic sense? I don't really have any problem with it. I think it will be very difficult to drive demand for fair trade products. We're asking consumers to pay a premium for intangible value. The fair trade movement has other manifestations. One successful manifestation comes in the example of Cambodia. Up until 2005, clothing and textile trade was subject to quotas. So all imports in the United States from developing countries was subject to quantitative restrictions. When those quotas came down at the beginning of 2005, most observers believed that China and India and a few other very large efficient producers would come to dominate the global clothing trade. Cambodia realized that it had an uphill battle ahead of itself, and what it did was marketed itself as a place to invest where labor and environmental standards were actually exceeded. It was Cambodia's way of speaking to retailers in the United States by saying, this is good for your public image. We pay higher than minimum wage. We treat our workers better. We have a no-sweat-shop policy. And by marketing itself that way, companies like The Gap and Nike and other big retailers saw a way to improve their own public image. So in Cambodia's case, there is actually demand for these socially conscientious qualities, whereas in the fair trade coffee movement, they really haven't found that niche yet. Perhaps Walmart can help drive demand for socially conscientious consumption, but I think they have a long way to go. This has been Cato Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening.